Let's talk about hentai. Let's talk about dicks and pee. Let's talk about all the good I wasn't going to interrupt that song. That your sister could be. Let's talk about <laughs> Look, I didn't have time to prepare that. Is this an actual song? No. Or, did, or is this your, of your own creation? <laughs> Trust me, if I had time. Well, I didn't know if it was like a an internet meme. No. Like a, in the deep no. web, in the dark web, where, where the people who listen to this episode right here reside on the dark, for the sure dark not. skeevy Look, stuff. If I had time to prepare for it, it would have been so much better. That was off the top of my head. <laughs> I liked it. I think we can workshop it a bit. I, uh, I'm i concerned where the sister comes into play here. But, it's you know, hentai. Know. Exactly. There's always one so of those. So this is your warning. If you are not... Yeah. If you're below the age of 18, get the fuck out, because we're talking about dicks and pee. Yeah. Actually, I don't think there was I any mean, pee. To be fair, we did... <laughs> I don't feel like it. There's probably a little bit of pain. <laughs> sure, somewhere. Listen, it could have slipped in. I'm sure it slipped like, there in there. There are a lot of bodily fluids, with all the here. Other fluids I mean, we just talked about butts for a solid 20 True. minutes, so. And pulling balls out of them. Yeah. Beads. Beads and balls and butts and boobs and vaginas. Yeah. The, 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 the harrowing bees of the sexual landscape. That's why everyone puts B in their comments on Reddit nowadays. <laughs> That's what it means. Vagina. So yeah, welcome to the hentai episode. We uh, just got done doing a review on Zadiz on Mai, so more butt stuff. But um, yeah. Mitsugi is out today, it's just Mason and I, so instead of dating birds, we are going to do, um, just have just some discussions on... Birds, the other, the bee, other bee of <laughs> sexual deviancy. <laughs> uh, with their cloacas, man. Um, but yeah, we're just going to be talking about a few very popular hentai manga and a light novel that um, actually have stories, which is very rare for hentai. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to talk about that, and uh, yeah, we'll just dive right into it. <laughs> well, I feel like this kind of came about from a mailbag, uh, a list, a mailbag that was like, oh, you know, I recently read this. This hentai um, about you know this emergence metamorphosis uh, like it re- really changed my thoughts on the medium and kind of really rescoped what I thought was mm-hmm. often presented. Has anything like this happened to you guys? And we're like, no, but we also haven't yeah. read that before. Maybe we should. Um, Said Mandy, twenty nineteen, before uh, oh, we knew better. <laughs> So before we begin, I also forgot to mention that normally right now we would be doing our reviews from the November hentai list, but because we are missing both Mitsugi and Enzo, we're moving that to next week because, you know, you don't want to hear just Mason and I talk about our hentai. You want to hear about everybody's. So that'll be next week. So uh, let's jump in. Our first one was Emergence, a.k.a. Metamorphosis. AKA 177013. Yeah. If you um, want to uh, read along, follow along in your uh, <laughs> coloring book. I don't know what they call these things nowadays. So, this one is by Shindo L. It is legally available legally on Faku, and it was published back in 2013. It is, I think, it became very popular in the anime community because of its content. It was very striking, <laughs> it made an impression. Yes. Because it, is one of those very, very rare hentai that have a story. It's not like there are... It Keep in mind, at first and foremost, that it is porn. But in between those porn scenes, there are 
moments of dialogue that kind of they does present a story and it's very dark <laughs> very different for most hentai hentai usually just sex scene sex scene sex scene with no story at all so yeah it's hard to pinpoint what i disliked more about this between the porn part or the depressing story part and how like interwoven it is because the sex is inherently tied to the plot yep. like they, they move each other forward the 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 quote-unquote sex scenes feed into future decisions and those decisions feed into future. so it's it's all kind of required and you usually don't get that merging of the two Usually they're very disconnected. This was very, very interesting. Like, I actually found this to be a very fascinating read for hentai. Because I've read a lot of hentai manga that are like, it's just porn. That's it. Just straight porn. This yeah. one it is a, a whole lot of porn. There are a whole lot of um, ahegao faces. There are a lot of those tags in there. But it made me feel bad for reading it. Like, it was so dark and it really... Oh, man, it was so different. It's It was almost like if Poon Poon was pornography. <laughs> it was that very depressing, like it starts off with a very innocent character and you go through that loss of innocence and just plummet into just spiraling down into a very horrible life and situation. And I mean, oh, yeah, so we, we get this like very plain, inoffensive like Saki, who's the main mm -hmm. character who like pushes people away, but can't handle being alone. And she kind of like doesn't like this aspect of herself. So in an effort to change her fate, which I'm all for, like she realized this is not the person I want to be. I should better myself. I should, you know, be be the change I want to see. And I'm, I love that. So uh, from that, she dominoes herself into one of the most like twisted situations like that one could imagine like this is a harrowing tale that I wish nothing more than to wipe from my memory and it's like I don't know it's wild but like there are parts of been, it that I was like that's pretty I'm realistic. just talking about the first four pages oh, I'm just okay. talking about the first four pages like listen this lady knowingly violates the school rule of applying lip gloss oh yeah and it's, it's such a violently abhorrent act and like <laughs> the rest of the 221 pages that follow I'm just like, yeah, you had that coming for you. That's what you get when you incorrigibly apply lip gloss. Like, this is going to happen. I told you so. You should never have done God it. God damn it, Mason. Um, stop. <laughs> no, just like, seriously, stop. It's, it's weird because, like, no, honestly, the, like, this isn't the most, like, dark and depressing and, like, brutal stuff in, like, the sex scenes themselves. Like, this isn't, like, uh, like, vor. This isn't, like, no. uh, pedophilia it's not it's not like truly grotesque like disgusting things in the in in the way that people get sexual pleasure it's like the whole environment surrounding the sex that is what is so depressing mm -hmm. and the sex just then feels that much grimier because of the situation that it takes place yeah. in because i would i would think that the sex itself is yes raunchy and over the top but it's never so like impractical or unrealistic or gruesome in that respect. Like it's almost just realistic enough that it's, it feels worse because it's like, Oh, uh, this, this yeah. could be, this could yes. actually happen. And that's what it just feels like you're descending through like layers of mm -hmm. hell. Like you're on a haunted house that each floor gets more and more 
scary. And the only reason, the only salvation is that the, you know that the floor you're at isn't the, ne- the worst one. Yeah. So you're like, this is not good. I don't like anything I'm seeing. But I know it gets worse from here. So I guess it's not that bad. And it just continues to plummet. <laughs> so I'll, I'll let you talk for a little bit. So um, to go over like a basic uh, rundown of events, because I know there are some people who are like, I am intrigued by this because so many people talk about it. Even people who are not um, like hentai reviewers, people who don't normally talk about hentai. I've read this manga and like a bunch of YouTubers did things on it. They were like, this was bizarre. But um, yeah. there are a lot of people who are interested, intrigued by it, but are afraid to read it. So to give you kind of like a rundown of what happens, um, Saki is our main character. At, like Mason said at the very beginning, she's very... Um, She's very shy. She doesn't have a lot of confidence in herself. And uh, she eventually reaches a, part, reaches a point where she decides, I'm going to change my appearance. And she gets like, um, you know, she redoes her hair. She starts buying new clothes. And she gets contacts instead of her glasses. And she transforms herself into a very beautiful girl. And in doing so, of course, she gets more attention. And she attracts the attention of this guy who is an absolute shitbag and but because he is the first person who tells her you're very pretty and i'm um shows interest in her she is instantly drawn in because she's never had that affection and she never grew up exactly without having that experience she falls completely for this guy and and honestly that was almost like the hardest part it was probably the second hardest part to read was just like her innocent yeah. and just like watching her just fall for this and it was just like oh no don't do oh it was it was just it was hard i was like literally i was literally wincing oh. a lot of times reading this because not like i just i don't i'll, I'll get into it later but yeah go Mason ahead. is struggling Firstly, right now were, i'm struggling because it's just <laughs> i guess i'll jump like a lot of bad stuff happens to her but it never seems like it's really bothering her she's just like Still doing all right. There is a reason for that. So it's like all this negativity is going into her, but she's like, no, nah, I'm still good. So it means she just redirects it all into me, the reader, because it means I have to sh- hold the burden of like witnessing all this and feeling bad for her. And it's just like she's not doing anything about it. I can't do anything about it. So it's just like this like desperate feeling of like, I can't, I can't help. I can't <laughs> well, to continue on from that, because I think there is Sorry. something in the story that, um, shows why she is that way it and it's not just like her um like just desire for attention but yeah so she and this guy end up going to a karaoke bar and they're having sex there and it's her very first sexual experience and she's like oh this is great and uh i feel i'm so in love with this guy and so they uh continuously they continue to have sex all the time but the interesting thing about that, though, is that they don't show most of their other sexual encounters. They, it's just actually in a conversation at school. She's like, yeah, we have sex all the time. And I was like, that's very interesting for a hentai. But it's very much a lot of like waking up in the yes. morning, like undressed, but no like scenes yeah. or anything. And so but from that point on is where it really starts to spiral down because she starts meeting friends at school and she wants to continue continue buying new products to like beauty products and but she doesn't have any money and so they start telling her about escort service they they work for it and they're like oh you don't have to have the guy touch you at all and she ends up going to um 
on a date with this old man, older man, as part of the escort service, and he does end up raping her in it. Like she is clearly not okay with it, but at a certain point, she's like, she she's overcome with so much guilt with it. She's like, man, I wasn't supposed to let him touch me. What about my boyfriend? And so, but then that's where her boyfriend starts introducing drugs to her, drugs to make her. Oh, the cringe! The cringe! <laughs> I'm wincing already. already. I, I can't. I can't do it. I can't. Yes, he starts getting her doped up on drugs so she can have sex without feeling bad about it, and that's why she starts to just be okay with everything. Is because she's co- she's addicted to these drugs and constantly taking them. And I think the hardest part for me in this entire story is where her dad starts raping her. I was like, that was so unbelievable to me. I was like, wait, where did this come from? Yeah. That was the part, like, I understood all the parts where, like, she starts doing drugs and, you know. It's it's the cycle of doing drugs to make money yes. to pay off the drugs that her and her quote-unquote boyfriend personally loves. Yeah, and it's just a self-reprieving thing. And, then, of course, oh, you can either get paid in drugs or or cash and of course they always take drugs and it just it's that spiral of yeah like getting caught in the spin cycle but like mandy mentioned it's when this her father who has always been like very cold and distant mm-hmm. to her like very just not involved with her life it's like oh she is now attractive she reminds me of my wife reminds me when she was young yeah, yeah. and just like while like his wife is like in the yeah. house still or just yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it's it's just it goes from you know you get a, a douchey playboy to old man escort services to your own father yeah. and it's like the work just at the tip of the iceberg <laughs> yeah so her mom does eventually find out and kicks her out of the house she blames her which pissed me off i'm like i understand it's hentai though they he he has to find a reason. It's porn, first and foremost. But, like, yeah. in an interview with Shindoel, someone asked him, um, why why did you create this? And he's like, just porn, but I kind of wanted to put a story into it because it's so rare for pornography to have stories. Why did you have to make the story yeah, so sad, he did sad, say, though. my next one will be much happier. <laughs> okay, well, good, because this guy clearly is yeah. talented. The, the fantastic. Art, not just in whatever scenes, but it's just... Especially for how long it is. It's just solid backgrounds, like, good perspective. Like, it's really well done. Like, the dude clearly has talent, uh, if you like that kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. um, I thought thought the faces were a little bit... There's just... There's a lot of fluid. A lot of high gal There's a lot of fluid. A lot of high gal, which almost, like... I would think, like, breaks up the realism of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I think the faces were a, cake, a little, though. like... There are a lot of people into that. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Agreed. And there, actually, I didn't think there was, like, a ton of kinks outside of this. Like, outside of that, the face. Like, there wasn't yeah. a lot of, like, like S&M or, like, bondage or stuff like that. Or I guess you could say, like, like the it's, ugly it's, bastard one. That is a tag in hentai sides. Ugly bastard. Correct. Correct. <laughs> and when, when we got that on yeah. the second, quote-unquote, scene. So it was very much... It seemed almost like... I don't know, not vanilla, because it definitely was far mm-hmm. from it, but the intensity and aggressiveness comes from the external stuff surrounding yeah. the story being fed into it, as long as with the context of knowing that this lady's life is not getting better, and she's trying, yeah, but she just 
it just doesn't know how to get out. Yeah, so when she is kicked out of her house, she moves in with her boyfriend, who is an absolute, like I've said before, absolute fucking shitbag. He is using her because he has now got her addicted to drugs and harder drugs than what she was taking before. And now she is fully addicted to them. And he is also on drugs, but he can't pay off his his um, debt that he has to his drug dealer. And so he starts yeah. selling her into prostitution. And she, thinking that, oh, man, this guy's so in love with me, I have to support him, just goes into prostitution. And But she's also addicted to those drugs, and she needs money to get those drugs. And in order to do... Um, her prostitution work, she needs more drugs, so she's able to do that without, like, yeah. breaking down, and it's just a horrific cycle, and it continues until a very, very horrible part of the story. Well, I mean, I guess before we get to that, I do want to mention, there's, like, some time jumps yes. mm-hmm. in these things, and it's, obviously, you see her, you know, start this journey, but the chapter will end, and then it'll jump to, like, six months later, yeah. And one of those things where all of a sudden, boom, she has multiple tattoos piercings. and piercings. She's tanned and her complete like outlook has or her outfit has changed. And it's like we really get that sudden snap of we instantly know what the last six months has been like. We actually we see the piercing. Only descend- they pierce her in the in yeah. the drug parlor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, God. True. But there's scenes where they just essentially jump ahead. Yes. And it's like you can fill in the gaps. This has been recurring. This has been occurring. You know where we're at. Here's the update. Proceed mm-hmm. down uh, Mr. Bone's wild ride. <laughs> yeah, the, the Paris thing was uh, that was I, uh, that uh, that was w- yeah. wild for me. <laughs> uh, anything where they bring out like dentist tools uh, in any scene ever, that's that's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> uh, it probably didn't hurt me but as yeah, much because I've had both of those piercings at one point in my life. So. Exactly. You've had yeah. piercings, so you're like, oh, I know what it's actually like. But as someone who has no piercings, <laughs> I can only imagine like what it's like. And the thing is, like a lot of the like she clearly is enjoying like the act of sex, like with the with the drugs, with stuff like because there is a part where she does have sex without drugs and she felt awful during it. I think it's yeah, but like there, there is a sense of like she is not like suffering throughout all these moments. It's usually when the second it ends and the drugs wear off that yeah. she suffered. So it's it's weird that like yes, this, the scenes of sex are still kind of happy and enjoyable in the sense of her f- physical feedback, but like as a reader, knowing the circumstances surrounding it, it's. It's so conflicting. It's, I mean, if you like sex to begin with and you're like, hmm, what do I weigh? And I'm just like, I don't like anything that's going on here. This is a nightmare. I think the part that was really striking for me, and I was like, this is not like any hentai I have ever read there or seen. Like, there are a lot of hentai where the female characters will get pregnant because then you bring in the whole pregnant um kink it's like you know pregnant girl sex yeah but i thought was very odd in this and what made me feel bad is the moment when she the first time she gets pregnant while um prostituting because her boyfriend Mm -hmm. told all the clients that you know you don't have to use condoms with her because that's like you can charge more for that and then the first time she gets pregnant she has to go he makes her go get an abortion which was bizarre for me because i've never seen that in a hentai and it makes you feel so 
bad for reading this because she's not okay with it. She was crying during the whole time. Like there was no discussion of what do you think about the baby? It was just, Oh, you're pregnant. Well, guess what the next step is. You're going, you're paying for it and you're dealing with it. She clearly wasn't okay with it. Like she did it because she she regrets it immediately. She's yeah. She's crying as you said. And like regret, like, and it just yeah. felt so different. I was like, I have never read anything like this, any hentai like this. <laughs> but yeah, and then eventually it happens again. She gets pregnant again. And then this time she's like, no, I'm keeping it. And of course, her boyfriend says, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. If you're keeping it, I'm yeah. not keeping you. Get out of here. And yeah, just... if you can't sell your body, then get out of here. And mm-hmm. that's where it progresses to a very, very dark end. <laughs> Oof. That was, I think, the part with the father and the part towards the end were the worst parts for me. Because, oof. oof. It was just, the ending yeah. was hard for me yeah, to Yeah, for believe. me it was probably the, the, the drugs were like, all the drug scenes, I was like, I don't know, I just get weirded out with mm. that stuff. It was towards the uh, end where... Yeah, and the ending was almost breaking believability, yes. but go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was just going to explain it. If you don't want spoilers for this, which I don't know why you would care, <laughs> but if you don't want to, I am about to spoil the ending where... Um, the JoJo the jo- ending? Oh, man, JoJo ending's best ending. <laughs> I'm going to fix this girl. It's canon. <laughs> I'm going to fix this. <laughs> I'm going to fix it all. Um, so in the actual ending, uh, she gets pregnant again, of course, gets kicked out, and she's pretty much homeless now. And she is mm-hmm. sitting; she's drugged out, and uh, she is like on the verge of passing out. And then some people from her school find her again, and they're like making fun of her, throwing insults at her. And then one of the girls kicks her in the stomach, and to try mm-hmm. and kill her baby. Like they're just bullying her, and then. She decides that she can't take it anymore. She's crying and she just overdoses. She takes all the drugs she has. She's like, I'm sorry I couldn't bring you, like talking to her child. I'm sorry I couldn't bring you into uh, the world. And I'm sorry I couldn't be a good mother and just kills herself. And then we see like an ending of like a possibility of what could have happened, which is also very weird for a hentai. <laughs> it was like. I I assumed that was like her final like. Thoughts, yeah. Drug mm-hmm. trip. Like yeah. Her final drug trip is what could have happened where she's in the future with her child and uh, talking about, oh, I went through some hard times, but I'm so happy I had you. And then it goes back to the glasses on the floor with blood all around it. And I was like, this yeah. was something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also like four pages before that, you get an image of like a homeless pregnant yeah. lady on the ground of, of like this just public bathroom getting like stomped on you see an image of like yes. the boot on her like womb and then like you get a like a tr- see-through translucent view of like the baby like inches away from like the yeah. boot like like just just sleeping fine like it's just like yeah mm. because she's not like yeah. just pregnant she's very heavily pregnant in this i don't yes, know how yes. much time passed but she was clearly close to being to delivering it was yes. tough very tough and it has scarred Mason for life. <laughs> but but even in those like final scenes, she was still like kind of getting pleasure off of it just from like, oh, there's pressure and uh, I don't know. Well, it was, I don't remember that. Yeah, she was like, yeah, I'm kind of feeling this. And they're like, oh, what a 
pervert homeless person with all this cash you start you clearly stole from other people like but she was working hard for it she was prostituting herself while pregnant so she could earn money for her child there was still always a chance she always had a chance to get Mm -hmm. off of it but just it was just unfortunate and it was just honestly at some point i was just like (laughs) became like numb to it and just like plowed through the rest because at the beginning i was definitely just like needing to take breaks and like it just was not fun oh. to watch <laughs> that but it's okay I, it was not I mean, like I, said, I haven't read enough i haven't read enough to like know how vastly different from other stuff is but i definitely take mandy's word that yes not many are like this in terms of the amount of plot and i mean there was a clear storyline that you could follow all the way through and uh, just because I didn't find it enjoyable didn't make it well done. Yeah. And, like, the artistry of it has to be commended, Yeah, the art, so. art was really good. She knew I was a fantastic hentai artist. <laughs> um, so should I briefly talk about the light novel that I read? I'm interested okay. in it, sure. So I read the light novel, J.K. Haru is a Sex Worker in Another World. And this is by Cole... Hiratori, and it was released in 2017. It's only one volume long, and the cover art is by Shimano, who worked on the key animation for Shield Hero. Is that J.K. Haru, as in the person's name is J.K. Haru, or J.K. Haru? Just kidding, kidding. It was a joke. Haru's actually a sex worker. Actually, I don't know. Let me see. I always called her Haru. I don't think it ever mentioned what the J.K. It's probably just kidding. I wouldn't be surprised because this Psych. one is a, a very interesting read. So um, okay. the basic story of this Lay is that this high school girl named Haru is struck by Chuck-kun <laughs> alongside her schoolmate, who is a massive nerdy otaku. And they're both sent into a fantasy world. And in this world, it's extremely misogynistic. And the boy she died with becomes a hero. He's the one who gets all of like the OP skills. He's, he has like the XP bonus skills and he's becoming the hero and she gets nothing very typical of <laughs> but after realizing that there isn't much that she can do in this world she decides that she's going to become a sex worker then that raises red flags but it's important to remember that haru isn't upset with this she actually she wasn't like forcing this at all she actually enjoys it and this is what she wanted to do she was taking pride in her new line of work and um does everything that she can to make people happy and a lot of the like she's like man i'm gonna be a sex worker i'm gonna be i'm just gonna own this shit like she's excited for it (laughs) and um a lot of the chapters are different kinds of sexual encounters. And Haru is always very snarky. She constantly insults them in her head. And I actually kind of liked her as a protagonist. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But um, I feel like there is a lot to like about this. But some of the... Sec- there are other sex scenes in it that are very violent. And it makes it difficult for me to recommend <laughs> to anyone. Um, some of the sex scenes are actually pretty funny. Like... There are a few sweet ones, too. Some of the funny ones are, like, there's one she... One of her clients is a bard. And he doesn't want to touch her. He just wants her to sit naked on a, on a like, windowsill. And he just wants to write a ballad about her naked body. And then he gets off to her instrument. uh, To his instrument. And she's just making fun of him the whole time. (laughs) Uh, 
you know, sometimes your muse just, you don't want to yeah. get involved with that. <laughs> it was really funny. He's like, man, she's like, man, I fucking hate these like musicians who come in here because they're so fucking weird. <laughs> he, she always has insults for them in her head. And she's just king yes, shaming. King shaming all of them. There's another one who um, <laughs> she puts on cat ears. It's kind of like a, her theme of the week. And this guy takes her upstairs and he's like, man, you remind me so much of my cat. And so she's teasing him the whole time, like meowing. He's like, stop. <laughs> She's like, what about that meow? She's like, stop. <laughs> this is getting weird. And she, and like when, it, when she goes down on him, she's licking him like a cat. He's like, this is kind of weird, but I'm into it. She's like, I can't, she's like, I can't stop meow. <laughs> it's really funny. But there are some very violent scenes. And I was like, this, these are taking me out of it. But in okay. the term, and like in the sense of this is, prostitution in especially in a very misogynistic uh fantasy world it makes sense but it was hard for me to read um gotcha yes you wanted you wanted it more you wanted the jk to still be just kidding more light and fluffy just like um, fun adventures through the (laughs) the brothel yeah throughout the whole thing like even with the violet ones um haru never loses hope the entire time she's always barraging them with silent insults because like she can't like insult them to their face because she'll make it worse but she always has something really awful to say about them but um and she always constantly points out how misogynistic this world is world is she's not like oblivious to it she knows and she hates it so much and she just wants to go home and i think the point of this book is it's meant to be a deconstruction of typical isekais that tend to be very horrible to their female characters it's exploring like the other side of the isekai genre where Mm -hmm. we focus more on the oppressed side characters and how they feel in relation to the self-insert op protagonist because she hates chiba so much (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Chiba is I'm sorry the, Chiba is the guy who she sent into the world yeah. with who becomes like the hero and she hates him she is just all she remembers is him being the nerdy otaku no one liked and just gross and she hates him yeah and uh, yeah and it's also funny that Chiba is so stupid because he's expecting all of these things that anime has told him that he should have he's like i'm expecting a harem and i'm expecting money and i'm expecting all the best equipment and she is just like you're fucking stupid (laughs) the entire time (laughs) and we get to see also things from the uh companions because he has um chiba has a companion who is a healer and we get to see things from her point of view too in relation to how she feels about chiba because in this world women the only role a woman could have in a party is to be support so she's a healer and it's kind of like there are a lot of tropes in here that we see in those like male power fantasy isekais and it's Mm -hmm. it's throwing them all in there and like poking fun at them (laughs) it is I would say the writing quality is kind of um, um, well. That's what I was gonna ask about. Is like, yeah, you know how how many light novels have you read? How does this compare to like a typical light novel? And then how does like that writing compare to like? See, I've read hentai. Like, it's so weird because I've read like, a lot of light novels. Like, I I even started. I never finished it, but I started Sword Art Online. I read. Um, See, I can't even consider Legend of the Galactic Heroes. That's on a different level. 
throw that one out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not allowed. You can't. I read. <laughs> don't br- don't bring up the sacred text in my yeah. filthy anti. I read like Log Horizon. Don't, don't sully its good name. <laughs> True. Don't bring Log Lo- uh, Legend of the Galactic Heroes into a hentai episode. Yeah. Um, I did read like Log Horizon, and I've read a bunch of them, but they okay. they all have a bit of a kind of amateur feel to them. I don't know how much of that is the translation. It could be just be the translators. Exactly. I don't know because I can't read the original text. <laughs> but there is they are all told from first person and they all kind of, because they're told from first person in like these are teenagers, it's very you get like a lot a lot of that like very yes. choppy sentences, very Yeah, so you get like a lot I of said um, that I should... slang in there too or there are like it, there are definitely moments where I'm like this writing's kind of amateurish, but <laughs> But it seems like it got yeah. the stuff about just very not flowery, perhaps. Yeah, so um, I like how it throws out how, where it's bringing to light how misogynistic a lot of isekai tropes are and shining a light on those. But And I like seeing how Haru is using sex in a way to empower herself because there is a point where she does get her own skill later on in the book. And she does become a lot more powerful, but it's it's always about it's not about the male power fantasy though. It's always about her and how she's trying to make it in this world. And I think that's interesting, but man, it's it's hard to get through some of those violent scenes. <laughs> I get you. Well, I definitely like that like aesthetic of like the character who doesn't want to get her down, like yeah. fights the system, like stakes her place, stakes her claim, realizes that. Yes, you don't get given everything. You have to work for it. Not the way that she would have wanted to do it, obviously, but doesn't make excuses. But yeah, so if you're interested in some kind of like deconstruction of isekais and this sounds like something you're interested in, it is on Bookwalker. So AAPod, use our promo code. I didn't write an ad for the hentai episode, but go do it. (laughs) Yeah. Is this on the like recommended like page one? Of like, hey, this is stuff that you can check I don't out, know. or is it in like a secret dark? No, actually, this is. Like, man, he's like, hey, come over here. No, this is actually something. very popular. I've seen a lot of people pulling this out. Like, I've seen a lot of people huh. give it very high reviews and scores, and that's why I picked it up. I think Gigguk did. Maybe it wasn't Gigguk. I don't remember. It was somebody. Uh, Mother's Basement, I think, did a review on it. I don't remember. Hmm. One of the big YouTubers. <laughs> Oh, gotcha. we're done! Oops. Oh, we're done! Oh my goodness! Mason dropped Big the world, boops. the weirdo. That was the effect Aww. I should have used. Yeah. Wow. So up last, um, uh, I'm not gonna touch on it very, very quickly because I know we're running out of yeah, time. Yeah, just briefly touch on it. Yeah. And that is the the famous Udo Suki Doji. I think I'm the only one in this podcast that has read this. I don't know if Mitz has, but I've mentioned it in the past, and uh, he. I don't think he ever, like, I don't think he knew what it was, so I'm assuming I'm the only one. I don't think so. <laughs> I yes. do. Everything that I talked about today, I actually have the hardback books for, so. Or the hard copies of. That's pretty cool. And I was looking at the hard copy covers of these with the uh, the Kickstarter. Yeah. So, they, they looked cool. I mean, I've only I've only seen the, uh, the anime of it. Oh, you saw the anime? I haven't. I haven't seen the anime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've only, I've only seen... 
seen it moving. I haven't seen the uh, the mm. manga version. So Urusuki Doji is by Toshio Maeda. It's a very, very old hentai um, available yes. legally on Faku. It is a horror, horror anime or horror hentai. And it was the um, English edition uh, Western release was originally kickstarted and it earned $60,000 from backers. Because people fucking love porn. Yeah, this, is, this is a renowned yeah. classic. If you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, what? Oh. Just look up Legend of the yes. Overfiend. That's the easiest Thank way you. to find it. And that's kind of what it's known as. And it's, I mean, it's, it's a cult yes. classic, both in like the horror circles and the hentai. Fetish circles? I don't know what you call it. Yeah, so the interesting uh, notes about this is that it was um, republished in the English version. They were, the English republished versions were sent out in 2016, and the um, original manga came out in 1986, and it was um, the, oh, I had it down here. Okay. It was the first time that tentacle porn started showing up. Maeda decided he used he was going to use tentacles in a way to get around censorship laws in Japan and start to implement those and in order to like get around that law so he could show penetration because the original um Mm -hmm. censorship laws said that all male genitalia had to be blurred out you couldn't have it and so he was like you know what fuck it tentacles (laughs) how y'all gonna censor this so he was pushing the limits here. <laughs> it's it's not yeah. penis. Turn to camera, make eye contact, wink, wink star. <laughs> but they censor it, so it's a tentacle. <laughs> and so that is what Urosuki Doji became so famous for. And again, it is one of the earlier hentai that had story in it. And it's about this uh, school that's being plagued by these sex-starved monsters. And I heard there are some differences in the manga and the anime, so you have to let me know if something I say. So I've heard... I've heard that the OVA, like, is a little, like, it leans on, like, the darker aesthetic. Mm. Like, there's a lot more sadomasochism. There's a little more rape and, like, stuff that isn't in the original one. That's what I've heard. But it's, but I'm sure it's the same basic conceit of, like, this legendary sex god. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, So go ahead. So then we meet, uh, in the very beginning, this character named Jaku is a superhuman guy who seems to be hunting these monsters down. But he's also... A massive dick. He's not a hero. He, the very first scene with him. He, well, wait, a, a massive. Wait, a massive dick in the good way or the bad way? <laughs> apparently, his. Yes. <laughs> apparently, he has uh, come that reverses uh, the monster transformations. <laughs> was that in the anime? Because that was in the hentai, the manga. <laughs> I. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen. It. Honestly, I wasn't fully engaged with it but yeah one of the very first scenes we see with him we see of him is that he takes a ba- he saves a baby and then all of a sudden after he realizes what he did he's like uh and chucks it in a river yeah very very spartan-esque of him <laughs> it was so stupid so there is a bit of like dark comedy in there it, yeah. oh certainly like it knows what it is um but yeah he's also worried about this this being known as the Overfiend. And so we meet Nagumo, who is this pure boy who's in love with his schoolmate, Akemi. And they start up a relationship and start to experience sex with one another for the first time. And Nagumo suddenly starts having these nightmares where he is this giant monster and calls himself the Overfiend. And I don't know, it's... I actually kind of enjoyed reading it because it was so fucking weird. (laughs) 
it is yeah. wild because there's all these like weird like creatures that get into places that they yeah. shouldn't be and there's all kind of devious there was like a lot of yeah. dark comedy too where there are parts where it's like i can't really take this seriously and the art's actually pretty decent i think it would be um imagine if a junji ito manga was porn <laughs> it kind of has that realistic yeah, it's, it's, vibe it's, to it it's well drawn. It's just from a different aesthetic era yes. compared to what a lot of stuff looks like nowadays. So it's just yeah. well done. But it's like this is not the the type that yeah. you would see. But yeah, um, it also a lot of story in there more than I ever expected from hentai, which is pretty much the theme of today. So yeah, it's a uh, story story good hentai bad. That's the lesson. <laughs> That's Mason's views. I I don't care either way. <laughs> I actually thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed that one. I enjoyed Jake Haru, and I thought Metamorphosis was dark, but very interesting to read. But, uh, yeah. Do you have anything else? All right, so if you had to pick one, if you had to pick one to say, hey, check this out first. Oh, the cat's in. The cat wants a recommendation. Cat yeah, wants my to know. cat's in the camera. <laughs> Sorry, people. You're missing out. <laughs> missing out on that pussy. If you had... <laughs> oh, God. That him. one's not even censored. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, is that is that the main character from uh, J.K. Yes. Haru? Mm-hmm. So if, if you had to pick, if you had to pick one of these to be like, if you're looking for something to experience, what would you recommend first? Well, it depends. If you're looking for porn, I would say either Udo Doji or Metamorphosis has, I think, more of the uh, type of porn people are looking for in hentai than Udo Doji does. But if you're just interested in, like, a sex story, J.K. Haru. Because that one does have some decent smut scenes in it, but, you, you know, you don't get that visual. So, it, gotcha. I don't know, it's up to you and what you like. <laughs> Try to just use your imagination sometimes. Yeah. So, I think that's all I have. Do you have anything else you want to throw out? Um, stay in stool. Stay, stay in, in stool? stool? Don't do drugs. <laughs> stay in stool. Speaking of shit yep. be. yep. Don't do the do, do words. <laughs> As I, I'm just gonna leave a massive like sound in there, so uh, Miss can just like lower mm. the volume on it. But you can hear hear my shame. Um, I don't know. This was yeah. kind of fun. Uh, yeah, all these I think are better than average in terms of like what they present as far as the media that they're within. So check them out. Let us know what you think. Let us know uh, if this was a mistake. But I had fun with yeah, it. Yeah, thanks for coming, guys. And Mitsugi will be yeah. back next week. He's for He always has wild things to say during these. Actual so. stuff. He certainly does. <laughs> we'll see you all, guys, next week for our reviews. Excellent. Have a good Bye. one, everyone.